Hi, welcome to Sumo Manichi. It's Nakabi. It's day eight of the January Basho and it's already halfway through. Gah. Yeah. Well, we've got as much sumo to come as has already gone. Yeah. Well, I guess we can only say that halfway through today, but technically this is the middle day. This is where we start to get serious about this basho. That's right. This is where we should start to do leaderboards, but we've done them since day three because who doesn't love a leaderboard? (laughs) (laughs) And this is where you can probably start to make some solid predictions, but we did that on day one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we love to be positive about Sumo. Well, let's get into uh, Jurio. Well, Ura started his bout against Ikioi with a big step to the left before burrowing in and driving Ikioi out. Ura is six and two. Wow. <laughs> Ikioi three and five. Wow, indeed. Jokoryu used strong belt sumo to win against Ryuko today, despite some heroic resistance on the bales from Ryuko. Jokoryu is five and three, Ryuko is three and five. Hakuyozan did not break a sweat today, easily pushing Koryuki out and into the fourth row. Hakuyozan five and three, Koryuki one and seven. Should he still be here? No. No, is the answer to that. He should not. Tsurigisho was next. He isn't doing flashy sumo, but he's moving powerfully forward. And that seems to be just wholly working for him. He certainly ran over Tohakuryu today and gets his kachikoshi. What an amazing effort from Tsurigisho. I think saying that his sumo wasn't flashy is a huge understatement. Really? (laughs) I thought he looked ordinary today. Oh, just today, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't amazing today. And he's done some good belly bumps on other days. But, um, yeah, in general, I guess he's not doing amazing throws or he's not performing miracles on the edge. He's just doing some pretty strong sumo. I like to see it. Kachikoshi for him, he's 8 and 0. Tohakuryu is 4 and 4. Yago has an okay touchy eye against Daishomaru. He goes the slap, but Daishomaru has all the power on the chest and he pushes Yago back and out. Yago's still not looking wholly fit in the legs. Daishomaru, he's keeping up with the leaders. He's six and two, the same as Ura, and Yago is three and five. Next, it's a spirited bout between Azumaru and Takagenji. Azumari found some timing with a strong left-hand belt grip he uses to swing Takagenji around and down. Azumari, that's his second win, two and six, Takagenji, three, five. It was easy money for Hidnumi today as he flicks Nishikigi over the bales. Hidnumi, he's also up with the leaders on six and two. Nishikigi fighting to stay alive. He's on the road to Kachikoshi, one and seven. Oho's strong Oshisumo was on display as he shoved and grunted Shahorzan over the bales. Good signs for Oho who stayed in this as it went on. Yeah, because he's had trouble. He's pushing okay, but he's having trouble with that final push with the finish off and today he was able to do that. He did it. Oho is three and five. Shahorzan, same score. Mitoriu was lucky on the bales as he twisted the attacking Churunoumi out. Mitoryu is five and three. Churunoumi is four and four. Well, the results are the same uh, as yesterday, just one more, <laughs> one more win for all of them. So on eight wins, it's <laughs> Tsurigisho. And on six, we have Hidenoumi, Daishomaru and Ura. So Jurio shaping up with some good storylines, which we will see come to fruition next week. We'll move on to Makauchi, uh, Jurio one, Dayamami. I think he's been up before, hasn't he? This is his second second visit up to Makuchi. He's against Kodnawaka today. 
He gets the right hand inside grip of the tachiai. Kodnawaka also has a grip with the left hand. They settle for a few seconds and just wait each other out. And as Kodnawaka starts to move again, Daimami takes advantage, grabs the right hand grip as well, engages the stomach and bumps Kodnawaka to the bales. Kodnawaka's been doing well, so this is a pretty strong victory for Daimami. Yeah, I thought Daimami looked very, very strong. And at Jurio 1, a 4-4 record at day 8, I think you'd be happy with that. Showing very solid sumo. Kodnawaka, that's two losses in a row after his legendary run of five wins prior mm. to that. Hopefully he can pull it together. He's five and three. Ichinojo up next against Yutakiyama. Ichinojo's tachi was good. He rushed forward but ran into the high attack of Yutakiyama, who had good forward momentum. Ichinojo started to give ground here. He made a couple of weak slapdown attempts, but Yutakiyama continued forward pushing hard and pushing Ichinojo over the bales. Oshidashi win for him. Yay, I love this win. Yutakiyama's attack was high on Ichinojo's chest, as you said, but his body was low and he, that enabled him to get those big shoves against Ichinojo and move the, the big boy back. Good work for Yutakiyama. He moves to five and three at Magashira 15, a good score for him at this stage. And Ichinojo at Magashira 12 is the same, five, three. Magashira 17, Sadna Umi, came up against birthday boy Teretsuyoshi today. So he turns 26. Happy birthday, Teretsuyoshi. Happy birthday. Let's see what you can do. There's a Sadna Umi Mata, or I thought Teretsuyoshi just waited him out here and let him jump forward. But anyway, at the second tachiya, or the first successful one, Teretsuyoshi went low. He was looking strong. He grabbed Sadanumi's arm and he absolutely hauled him across the doyo. But the problem with that was Sadanumi had all the momentum of being pulled and Teretsuyoshi had nowhere to go. He couldn't get out of the way of Sadanumi coming forward. He got turned around. Sadanumi was, was very clever with that manoeuvre and Sadanumi was able to push him out from behind. No birthday win. No. So we're very, very sorry to see him lose on his birthday. But I really thought he overcommitted on this arm grab. Yeah, He wanted to make it work. I felt he just put too much into it. And as you said, he basically pulled Sadanumi into a winning position. Yeah, he pulled him over and, and knocked himself out with yeah. him. Uh, so not the best move, but uh, we could see what he was trying to do at least. He is three and five and Sadanumi four, four. Shimano Umi up next on the doyo against Midori Fuji. Midori Fuji was right up on Shimano Umi out of the touchy eye and he went inside and under Shimano Umi. Midori Fuji was attacking hard and he took Shimano Umi to the bales. Shimano Umi responded by springing off the bales. Midori Fuji here tried his signature Katasukashi, the under shoulder swing down, but Shimano Umi was stable and he landed a hand on the belt. Shimano Umi, now, he was in the driver's seat and he worked Midori Fuji backwards. On the bales, Midori Fuji grabbed Shimano Umi high and attempted a kubinage, the neck throw. Yeah. It looked solid. I thought it was good. But Shimano Umi was unmovable. And again, he used that belt grip to drive Midori Fuji back. Midori Fuji was flailing here. He was trying to stop the flow, but it was all Shimano Umi. And he took 
Midori Fuji over the bales, Yori Kitty wins. Yeah, he did. I really appreciate Midori Fuji's uh, commitment to the um, lesser seen Kimarite. Like he was really trying to make something happen in some other areas here because it's been quite a uh, Yori Kiri Oshidashi day. Yes. <laughs> it just didn't work. Shimonomi was too close the whole time. He knows the power of coming forward and, and getting in there and he just couldn't be shaken off by anything that Midori Fuji tried. Yeah, but I mean, we, we are seeing Midori Fuji again prove himself as a very versatile rikishi who's not caught in one mode. Yeah. He has a lot of ideas out there. Some would say too many. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot this time around. There, he, yeah, he's certainly showed a, a wide range of techniques. However, he lost. He's five and three with that loss. Shimano Umi with that win, five and three as well. A lot of people congregating on five and three. Hoshoryu at Maegashira 14 after a couple of wins comes up today against Aoyama at Maegashira 10. Hoshoryu had the stronger touchy eye and he forced Aoyama to step back. Hoshoryu took that opportunity to get in close, wrap his arms around the big Danny boy and turn him around and step him out. This is a Yorikiri. I don't mind it. Yeah. Uh, how good was Hoshori's touchy eye here? <laughs> it was strong, yeah. I, I thought he won this in the first few seconds. He has certainly turned a corner in this basho, fighting with a bit more confidence, definitely going out there looking for the win. And Aoyama is not an easy beat for someone a lot smaller. Yeah, I think uh, he's he's found some, some confidence, as you say, and just needed that first win. I can understand that. You, you just need something to infuse your veins with a little bit of optimism. And sometimes that's your uncle on social media yes. giving you a hard time and flaming you. But it worked. Hoshoryu is three and five. Uh, Aoyama, four and four. It's me next and Akawa is up <laughs> against Miyogiryu. It was a sharp touchy eye from both and they exchanged a high thrusting attacks straight away. Akua was aiming high and was really connecting with Miyogiryu's neck. And while he did keep Miyogiryu's center of gravity high, he was unable to get Miyogiryu to step backwards. Miyogiryu charges in and forces Akua on the defensive, but Akua does find enough room to wind up and hit Miyogiryu hard in the face. We don't mind a bit of that around here. He absolutely wound up to that. It was one of those ones where you actually lean back a little bit so that you... Your roundhouse slap. <laughs> he really did. Really hard. Giddy was unfazed by that hit. He charged in looking for the kill. Akua stood ready. He was. He took the hit, twisted, and at the same time he weaved his his leg, and he was attempting to lift Giddy's leg high. They were both locked up. They were leaning over the bales. They were heading towards the dirt. They crashed down. It looked very very close. Gyoji points to Miyogiryu. How did you see this one? Yeah, there was no mono he called. Uh, it was one of those ouch landings where Aqua basically landed on his the back of his neck with his head sort of crunched at a right angle. So there was that to start off with. When they showed the replays that, well, when, at full speed, I thought it warranted a monoe. Absolutely. I could, they both looked to fall together to me, yep. but that's not always. I mean, my eyes don't always see the uh, <laughs> truth um, in these faster bouts. But there was no monoe call, but on the replay, I thought that you could see uh, Miyogiryu's hand go down on the other side of Aqua, and it looked like Aqua's head or neck, ouch, um, hit the ground at the same time as Miyogiryu's hand. So I don't well, know why they didn't call one here. I thought Aqua was very, very unlucky. I saw Miyogiryu's hand hit first. Mm, well. So. There was no monoe called. They they upheld, well, they didn't question the decision of the Gyoji. It was given to Miyogiryu. It was a Sukui Nage beltless arm throw win. 
to him. Aka were very unlucky. Yeah. Here. Doesn't change things. He's one and seven. He's got his feet very firmly planted on the road to catch Kashi here. Yeah. So Come we're gonna, on, mate. We're going to be with him every day, yeah. making sure he gets his eight, seven. Trudging along beside him with my arm around <laughs> his shoulders. Come on, Aqua. We love you, mate. All I'm saying is get the van to pull up very suddenly in traffic. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He needs a car crash to get his... Yeah, he's happening. great after that. I hope nothing happens after he said that. No, just a little... Little what do they call it? Fender bender? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Miyogiryu with that win, five and three. Koto Echo up next against Kiribayama. Kiribayama went up under the underarms off the touchy eye and Koto Echo tried to get going, tried to get away from that attack, but he wasn't really able to generate anything, which seems a, a bit of a constant thing in his sumo at the moment. And Kiribayama was able to grab his head, pull him forward and off balance, and then he could turn him around and chase and uh, push him out from behind off the doyo or kuridashi. Yeah, this was a very high tempo bout mm. from these two. Uh, again, Kotoeko unable to find his rhythm. Yeah. Kiribayama looking so, so good though. Six and two now for him. Kotoeko needs to get on those, what's that drum, taiko drum taiko. Um, taiko game. Taiko no Tatsujin. Yeah, he yeah. needs to get on that and get some rhythm back because he's moving a lot, he's flailing a lot, but it's not. It's well, what's happening clicking. at the moment, it's the equivalent of him picking up the sticks and, and about to start drumming and someone whacks them out of his hand. <laughs> like he really hasn't had a chance to do a lot of sumo. He's two and six. That score definitely reflects that. Let's focus on the positives though. Kiribayama, six and two. Love it. Meisei up against Akiseyama next. Uh, Akiseyama, of course, coming off his first loss of the Basho yesterday. Let's see what he can do today. Meisei had the better touchy eye here, clearly. He charged in quickly, thrust Akiseyama back. Akiseyama defended the thrusting attacks valiantly. He was slapping away the arms of Meisei. But while this was happening, Meisei moved forward, moved Akiseyama back. Akiseyama up against the bales, started to move to his right. He was desperately trying to make some space, but Meisei was there and it was an easy win for him. He lent in took Akiseyama over the bales for a Yorikiri win. I love how Meisei was just like, he's been in Jurio recently, he's been fighting Akiseyama in Jurio, and he's like, I absolutely will not let this guy beat me. There's no way. Um, his timing was impeccable. Yeah, he was it was so very good, wasn't it? quick. Um, and Akiseyama couldn't stay as stable as he usually does, as, as stable as he has been doing. And so Meisei, back after two losses, he moves to six and two. Uh, and he's now the same score as Akisayama, who's had the two losses in a row. Yeah, Meisei's starting to build something here. Yeah. Two losses. You know, I mean, mathematically, you're still in Yusho contention. You absolutely are. Uh, Meisei and Akisayama 6-2, as I said. Tokoshoryu up against Tobizaru. This is their first time meeting in Makuchi, at least. They've met each other a number of times down in Jurio and other divisions. Tobizaru, off the Tachiya, he springs to life. He gets a big slap in the face from Tokoshoryu, big left-hand slap. But from here, Tobizaru's pushes find power for once. They look as powerful as they have this basho. And Tokoshoryu's moved quickly backwards. He reaches out with both arms to try to sort of stabilise himself. And Tobizaru quickly realises he's on the slap-down angle and he does just that. 
Hikiotoshi win for Tobizaru. Yeah, and Tokashori hit the dirt hard, didn't he? And yeah. it wasn't real. It was very um, unbecoming. Yeah, a bit of a puff around yeah, the edges. Yeah. Uh, I didn't love the slap from Tokashori at the start. It felt very, very unnecessary. This Does he isn't... slap often? No, I've never seen him do it before. Yeah, I didn't think I saw it a lot. We call this the Hakuho special because Hakuho went a long time slapping the face of his opponent just as they meet. Yeah. And when Hakuho does it, it's a sign of um, to superiority. Yeah. And, you know, it sends a message to this person to go, don't come at me. When Tokashoryu does it, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it really didn't achieve anything today. Um, Tobizaru just looking better, faster, more stable. That's his third win for the Basho. Tobizaru, it is. He's three and five. Togashori, two, six. Yeah, I guess he's just trying to put them off balance or something, but it didn't do anything to Tobizaru here. He just took it and wore it. Takara Fuji up next against Onosho. Maegashira two versus Maegashira three. Onosho. He unloaded the high intensity touchy eye that we've seen from him all week and rocketed into Takara Fuji. Takara Fuji was taken back. He tried to steady himself, but... Onosho didn't give him a chance. He was right there. He was low, balanced, and he thrust Takara Fuji hard once, twice, and Takara Fuji went across the bales. Oshidashi win for Onosho. Yeah, Takara Fuji uh, shook his head at the end of this. I think he knew that he was meant to do something a bit more than yeah. the, the almost nothing he did in, in that bout against Onosho. He, uh, they've both showed such excellent sumo, but today the touchy eye in particular yeah. belonged to Onosho. He's now beaten one Ozeki, two Sekiwake, a Komasubi, and now Takara Fuji, who at M2 um, has beaten a couple of the Ozeki as well. Also, oh, he's beaten the guys who's be- who That's have right. beaten the Ozeki. That's what I meant with that, that <laughs> weird sentence. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, I-, I think Takara Fuji would have been annoyed because he knew what was coming. Yes. From an offshore today. And this is exactly the kind of ricochet that Takara Fuji can stop. Yep. So, yeah. I can... And has stopped this very yeah, basho. This very basho, exactly. Yep. But not today. He's four and four. Onosho five and three with that win. Just gets another little one on the board. He's still coming, still advancing. Magashira one, Hokuto Fuji up against Magashira six, Ryuden. And pretty soon after the Tachiya, Hokuto Fuji finds his left hand on the belt here. So whenever I see Hokuto Fuji on the belt, I wonder what he's going to do from here. We saw it successfully in November. He, he can do it, but I think what it means in this particular bout, unfortunately, is that Ryuden can also get on the belt because he's nice and close. And he does. He gets his own right-hand grip. It's perfect for the Watanage. He knows what to do. It takes him a few tries, but he eventually pulls it off and swings Hokuto Fuji down. And it was great to see Ryudin be able to take advantage of a position that uh, he can do his style of sumo from. Yeah. I, I thought when they, they both got on the belt, I'm like, this is not good for Hokuto Fuji. No. And I thought you described it really well there. He found his hand on the belt. Just was suddenly there, he's like it's looking like, at it, what, what am I, I going to do with this? this? <laughs> <laughs> it was like that one time we saw Takakesha on the belt and he actually won from there. Yeah, was, he did. But they're so surprised. Yeah, like, like, oh. uh, it's no secret I'm a huge Ryun fan. So to see some classic Ryun sumo, I was very encouraged. He's three and five. Hokuto Fuji two and six. I think at some point, maybe after tomorrow, we need to have a look at Hokuto Fuji. He's at Maegashira 1. He did so well in the second week mm. last week. Can he have a similar week 2? I know because the whole time you've been promising that. I've been promising. The week 2 
So the good week too, I mean. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he did get smashed in the face. I don't want to keep harping on about it, but I don't know what it's like when someone basically breaks your nose. I don't know how bad it actually was, but there was a lot of blood. You know, it's tender. It's a little bit... Who knows if yep. his head's throbbing or I don't know. You get a shot of painkillers before the the bout. I don't know if that happens in sumo, like it does in cricket or something. But I don't know how much that's affecting him. Well, I think it would affect him a lot. He is a ricochet known for his intense touchy eye, mm. and if if he's not one hundred percent committing to those. It takes a big weapon out of his arsenal. Yeah. I just don't think he looks as, uh, what's the word for Hokuto Fuji? He's always 100% committed. Maybe he doesn't quite look as committed as possible. He's not on the rush. He's not flailing around, Mm. you know, as much as he usually does perhaps. But as we've said the whole time, we will see next week. Yes. (laughs) So we've said the scores. Let's say them again just in case we didn't before. Hokuto Fuji, two and six. (laughs) He's on the road to the road to Kachikoshi. And Ryudin, (laughs) three and... The path to the road. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ryudin, three and five. Kagiyaki up against the boss, Daesho, coming into this bout undefeated. He's taken all of the Sanyaku on and beaten them. What is Maegashira 6 Kagiyaki going to do? Daesho's Tachiyai was on point and he hit Kagiyaki hard. Kagiyaki withstood the Daesho thrusting attacks, which is more than I can say for his opponents over the last seven days. <laughs> Kagiyaki responded. He was hitting high and then one thrust of Kagiyaki's opened this bout right up. It sent Daesho backwards across the doyo. Kagiyaki moved in. He followed up. And as he was moving in to finish off Daesho, Daesho, right up against the bales, he shifts his upper body out of the way, dodged the Kagiyaki attack. He grabbed Kagiyaki's arm as it went past his head, rotates his body, throws Kagiyaki down, an absolute spectacular Totari armbar throw win for him. Oh, the crowd and all of us were going crazy. All of us, it's me and you, <laughs> screaming. And it's Kachikoshi for Daesho. He just is really seeing the ball as a, yeah. a cricket term. It's it's really, really impressive. That win was impressive. All of his straight down the line pushing wins have been fantastic and super strong. That was when one where he got in a bit of trouble. Kagiyaki really did land a few good slaps. Yeah, he did. But what a move on the edge. Mm. And Totari, so cool. (laughs) I know he wasn't thinking that at that point. At this point, what's the coolest Kimarite I can do from here? Um, But the the presence of mind to not only move out of the way but to pull with the arm. I think watching the replay, the thing that was most impressive was that as he dodged, his head was actually back. Mm. Like it wasn't like he was calmly watching Kagiyaki come in. He was in all sorts of trouble. Yeah. Head was back. It's like he felt the arm coming in. And yeah, just he took whatever was there and just moved it past him. It was like Neo in the Matrix. Daesho suddenly saw the code <laughs> falling down and he's 8-0. That's his Kachikoshi. Yeah. An outstanding performance. We asked the question first yesterday. We'll ask it again today. Who is going to beat this guy? Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll hear later who he has because I actually had a little little sneak peek <laughs> and I I think tomorrow could be a little bit tricky well, for Let's him. talk about it now. All Who's right, well, got? it's Takara Fuji. Takara Fuji. Yeah, who has been fighting really well, failed today against Onosho, yeah. and so will be extra motivated uh, 
doesn't like to lose. Son doesn't like him to lose. <laughs> so I think he'll be a, a little stumbling or could be a little stumbling block for Daesho. Yeah, It'll I completely be a, agree. A hard one. Uh, the other nice thing today was that Daesho got his kachikoshi and Tsurugisho got his in Jurio and they're from the same stable, wow. Oitakaze Baya. So there'll be a little... Well, hopefully there won't be too much of a celebration, but there'll be a, maybe a minor fist bump <laughs> yeah. later from a distance. Yeah. Uh, Kagiyaki, he is three and five day show, as we mentioned, just going so well, eight and zero. Komasubi Takiyasu up against Magashira three, Kodashoho, who hasn't got a win coming into this day. Takiyasu, he was all about the slaps here. His arms were super activated and he was going for Kodoshoho's face. They circled each other. Takiyasu reached out towards Kodoshoho and it was almost like his fingers snagged on Kodoshoho's belt. He felt it and he was like, well, I'll take advantage of this, plus the circling momentum. And he used both to tug Kodoshoho down Uwate Dashinage, a pulling overarm throw. No win Forgot a shot. Yeah, it was never going to happen today. Takayasu looked in complete control. I, I thought Kodoshoho put up a good fight and, you know, I think he's done that every day. He doesn't look hopeless. It's just one of those basho where just nothing is going his way and Takayasu is not the person you want to face when things aren't going no. your way. Takayasu at Komasubi moves to five and three. Kodoshoho, that's his makakoshi. Winless for him. Hopefully he can find some wins in this second week. Because yeah. now it's about mitigating the fall. Yep. The fall is coming. Yep. You know, I think five wins would be good for him, fingers crossed. He's got a lot of support man. around him. Yep. He's got great, a whole lot of other great guys in his stable. Yeah. Um, he's got coaching from ex-Kodoshigiku. Yeah. Like he, but at least he's got some support. As a young rikishi at Maegashira 3, I believe this is his highest rank. You know, we've seen this kind of failure spur on Rikishi like yeah. on North Shore. So yep. maybe this is just part of the Kodoshoho story. He needs this. He just looks a bit down in the dumps. I hate seeing It was just sad. a bit sad. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next bout. Sekiwake Terunofuji against Maegashira 5 Okonomi. Okonomi was fast out of the touchy eye. He got in close, going body to body. I would imagine this is very much a deliberate move for Okonomi. Terunofuji had a strong left-hand grip. But still, Okonomi was able to shove Terunofuji backwards. Terunofuji consolidated that grip and he drove Okonomi over the doyo back to the bales. But during this, Okonomi actually got his own belt hold on Terunofuji and he used that to grind his way off the bales and brought the pair back into the middle of the doyo. Okonomi here tried a leg sweep. Yeah, I saw that. Very unlike him. I saw that. He was actually eyeing off Terunofuji's legs for a little bit. It was like he was looking and then he was like, oh, maybe I'll have a kick. I mean, Terunofuji's so solid on, on his feet. It, well, it, it didn't achieve much. get right much. in the back of the knees. Yeah, but it went nowhere near there. Um, it didn't achieve anything and Terunofuji attacked very quickly after that, using that belt grip to drive Okonomi over the bales, throwing him down. Uwatanage overarm throw in for him. I actually thought off the touchy I hear that Okonomi had fully blocked Terunofuji's grip because he did sort of keep his arms locked up under the elbow, but that left hand snuck in and I was on the lookout from there from something from Okonomi because he's so experienced that yeah. I thought he's 
he's like on the wily spectrum, you know what I mean? Like he can pull <laughs> off some stuff. But it wasn't to be for him today and he moves to four and four. Terunofuji, Sakiwake, Terunofuji is five and three. He is scraping something together at this point. Tochinoshin was up next against Sekiwake Takanosho. This was some of the cleanest sumo that you will ever see. At the tachi eye, Takanosho turned Tochinoshin to the side with his blow off the tachi eye. Then he reattacked straight away from the side and easily pushed him out. Yeah, at full speed, it was hard to appreciate the skill of Takanosho because, as you said, it was so clean, so quick. Mm. Watching on replay, they bounced into each other while Takanosho was recovering. He repositioned himself. Yes. So that when he got his feet on the ground, he was there ready to spring. Yeah. Yep. Um, amazing. It's Takanosho at his best. Yes. Just easily cleaning up Tochinoshin. It was really nice to see Tochinoshin too fell off the uh, doyo into the arms of the uh, waiting Gyoji into a tender embrace and they both fell down together. He really spooned him from behind. He spooned him. It was very tender, very mm. tender moment mm. from the big Georgian. He's two and six with that loss. Sekiwake Takanosho is starting to build a respectable score now. He's five and three. A big bout up next. Ozeki Takakesho up against Tamawashi. Takakesho fresh off his win yesterday. Let's see if he can continue that form. Takakesho steamed in. He pushed hard once, twice. But Tamawashi steps aside. And here, Tamawashi pushes Takakesho off balance. It was then Tamawashi's turn. One huge push, a second huge push. Takakesho on the bales. Takakesho did try to spin aside to avoid that final blow. And he did dodge it, but it left him facing the wrong way, which he was looking towards the Hanamichi. <laughs> Tamawashi moves in behind, pushes him out. Okuridashi, rear push out. Mm, big, big moves. <laughs> yeah. From Tamawashi. It was his shove on Takakesho's shoulder that did the business, that reposition, the Inashi and, and push from there. Um, there was another uh, big fall, like last bout, Tochinoshin took out the Gyoji. And here, Takakesho went full flight into a fan in about the, the third row or so. And this guy, of course, just looked overjoyed. Imagine Takakesho coming for you, just like, yeah. oh, arms outstretched. Well, you're thinking, like, well, my life is ending. What a way to go. <laughs> I might die. I might die. But I will be uh, squashed to death by, by yeah. wonderful Rikishi. What a thrill for this fan, though, to have Takakesho fall on you. <laughs> Gave him a little pat on the back. <laughs> Did he A little bit him? of Ozeki encouragement. <laughs> Did he pat him? Just, yeah, gave him a little pat on the back. I know I've said this on the podcast before, but I will never forget seeing on the telly when <laughs> Harama Fuji fell into the crowd and a man... <laughs> A man pressed his face into his thigh and inhaled. Now, I know that's not, it's not entirely the right thing to do, but like, I, why would it? It's, it's a completely natural reaction. Just, he was you just, just wanna, so happy. You want to take in the Yokozuna. All senses want, need to be engaged. Want a bit of touch, sweat on your face. Smell, hearing. Yeah. Feel, taste. Yeah. Okay, but, well, let's but, talk about what this all means. Can I just say it's great to see Rikishi interacting with fans again. Yes. It is a sign nature's yes. healing. Yes, well, I mean, I guess there are more consequences of, of having a role on a fan or yeah. a fan having a, <laughs> an inhale of you in, yeah. in this day and age. So we should be careful and maybe not laugh about it for five minutes like I've just done. So Tamawashi, we know he's got powerful pushes and he brought them out today. 
He's five and three, a really, really good win for him, and he had a lovely interview. He he just seems like the nicest guy, and it's it's nice to see him smile and be happy with his sumo. Five and three, Ozeki Takakesho, two and six. I know I've called it that he's going to go QJ before, but if he gets Makakoshi, he definitely will. Thoughts? Completely yep. agree. All right, Ozeki Asaniyama, the second of the Ozekis fighting today against Magashira 5 Endo. Here it was much better Ozeki Sumo from Asaniyama. He was on the attack. Endo was taken straight back and stepped over the rice bales. Powerful upper body Sumo plus really strong footwork from Asaniyama. Yeah. I mean, we were questioning, did we see Ozeki Sumo from Asaniyama yesterday? (laughs) Today there's no doubt. Endo is a quality opponent, Asterix. Sometimes. Yep. Uh, but Asanyama didn't give him a chance. Asanyama has now won four out of the last five days. Yeah. So it's starting to click for him. We're starting to see his confidence come back. We've seen that a couple of other times, haven't we, from him, the yeah. losing at the start. Yeah. And I think that's part of his growth as an Ozeki mm. is to be able to come out day one and not feel that pressure. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah, it is hard. Yeah. But 5-3 for him now. I think it's starting to look very good. Endo, four and four. Well, it's the final bout. It has flown by Komasubi Mitakumi up against Ozeki Shodai. Mitakumi went low and hard out of the touchy eye. Shodai was high, but we've seen that over the past few days. We're okay with it. Shodai moves forward and it looks like he might be building towards something, but Mitakumi stays low, balanced, drives him back across the doyo. Shodai grabs Mitakumi by the body, spins away, and just manages to dance along the bales, pulling at Mitakumi's arm as he went. When they stopped, Shodai saw an opening and drove Mitakumi back to the bales. This was a real back and forward fight. Mitakumi fought hard, and then it was his turn to step along the bales, this time covering nearly half of the doyo. Shodai had a chance here. He moved in to finish off Mitakumi, but again, Mitakumi kept himself in it by grabbing Shodai's upper body and spinning away. Mitakumi, this was his chance here, and he took it. He powered into Shodai, keeping low, and took Shodai over the bales. Yori Kitty. An epic bout. It was epic. There was a lot of screaming of yes and no at various times in, in this bout, depending on who we... <laughs> We're both barracking for and, and Shodai, I thought, had every chance here. Mitakumi's defensive sumo was just really good and then his re-attacks yeah. after he got put on the bales were, were even better. Shodai couldn't get into a position to put him away. I couldn't see ex- exactly what Shodai was doing wrong, but he had multiple opportunities to finish Mitakumi off. Yeah, I, I think that um, in about this length, Shodai's continued pressure would would force a break out of the opponent. But Mitakumi just stayed low the whole time. Didn't matter what was coming at him when he when he came back and responded. He was set, he was low, he was balanced. And it, it meant that Shodai couldn't really capitalise on any opening he had, yeah. which we've seen him do quite a lot recently. Mm. Um, Mitakumi... He's a contrarian. He's a contrarian. He's frustratingly good. Yeah. Like this guy who we say is inconsistent has two you shows. Yeah. Yep. He he can match up against anyone on a given day and produce, but he just can't do it <laughs> day in, day out. Mm. Well, he's moved to 3-5 now. So uh, 
Yeah, second week, Mitakumi, who knows? Who knows? Ozeki Shodai, he's six and two. He would have loved to get that extra win for seven. He would have loved to be that close to dispensing with that Cardaban status, but he's still got a still got a few to go next week. Should be okay. I don't feel Cardaban is a worry for Shodai no. right now, but importantly, he now falls two wins behind Daesho. Yes, okay. So Daesho now is two in the lead. He's got his eight wins. Uh, both the guys who were one behind him, it was Shodai and Akisayama, both lost today. So they're both back on six wins and they join Meisei and Kiribayama. I love that Kiribayama's there. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so a big pack forming two wins off the pace. And as I, as we commented earlier, heaps on 5-3, heaps. Yeah. But that's three off on day eight. Yeah. I mean, we've seen Rikishi and Daesho's position before, mm. do really well in the first week, mm. and then suddenly the newspaper headlines are, can he get a Yusho? Yes. Suddenly everyone's starting to talk Yusho. That pressure on a Rikishi who isn't used to it, can it can destroy their sumo. It's definitely true about the pressure and that will really start to mount on him, although he seems very calm. He hasn't done anything with his face at this point. He's either had a lot of Botox or he's very good at hiding his <laughs> feelings. But um, it would be more pressure if he hadn't fought the entire Sanyaku. Oh, that's true. I keep forgetting <laughs> that. Yeah. He's not like coming up from 17 or 16 or, you know, and they're like, oh, is he going to even fight Shodai or Sanyama at the end? You know, yeah. how are they going to schedule this? He's done it. Yeah. So he would actually have to have some serious technique or, or um, nerves issues to lose because he, he's already done yeah. the hard work. But maybe, let's flip that around again, maybe that creates even more pressure. Yeah, exactly. There is a lot of sumo to go, though. Yep. We've got seven more days after today, so who knows what could happen. Let's have a look. As mm. we mentioned, uh, tomorrow, Daesho takes on Takarafuji. Mm. It's 7-6 Takarafuji's way. So they've fought each other mm. a fair bit. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, Akiseyama. Takes on Aoyama, so two big boys going at it there. Kiribayama takes on Ichinojo. This is the first time that they've ever met. Mm -hmm. So interesting to see how that one plays out. Meisei on 6-2 takes on Tochinoshin. Mm -hmm. Well, don't know what's going to happen there. Terunofuji takes on Ryuden. Shorai has to take on Tamawashi. Oh, now, yeah. Tamawashi definitely has the upper hand over Shorai. It's 9-5 really? his way. <laughs> Really? Yep. Goodness. Takakesho takes on Endo, and the final bout of the day will be fascinating. Asuniyama and Takiyasu. Oh, goodness. Oh, some great sumo tomorrow, isn't it? It's also worth saying that Daesho is in the same stable as Endo and Tobizaru. So they're two guys that we know that we, he won't have to fight. I don't know exactly what that means. I think Tobizaru, he'd probably be fine. But Endo's, yeah, Endo could cause you know, it's not, yep. not, a, not that bad to have a pass. Yeah. On Endo, I think. Yeah. All right, it's day eight. It's Nakabi. We've come to the end of our discussion and we will see you tomorrow on Monday. <laughs> Let's uh, go back to work and then watch some sumo and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Yeah.